Good morning, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining me for another podcast. My name is Patty. Happy Halloween weekend. The shop where I reside most of the time is Herbs to Your Health. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue, Greensburg. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. And our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. You know, I see people and then I don't see them for a really long time. Such is the case with this particular woman with myriad health problems, uh, so many surgeries. It's like, you know, when your eyes kind of glaze over when they're on surgery number six. Anyway, she said um, she came in because I told her 10 years ago that she was headed toward osteoporosis. And I think she's only in her mid-50s, not sure, uh, due to acidity. So now she has osteoporosis, what should she do? Well, the first thing is to eat more alkalizing foods. It's really not only what you eat and and drink, it's what you think and do as well. And supplement-wise, skeletal strength, vitamin C, uh, krill oil with K2, vitamin K2, and HSNW. So you know how I can usually tell if people will take their supplements and be successful with their journey toward wellness? Um, not really sure about this person. I wish her all the best, however. It's, it's key to support our body's own natural immune defense and repair to fend off illness and disease. But who doesn't want to just plain feel amazing? Boosting your health span is so much more than just treating symptoms. It's about adding years to your life and life to your years. Um, you know, when people tell me I, I've been on the Adkins diet or the keto, yeah, let's just talk about Adkins because that was like the very first one in the 70s. Oh, there was the uh, Scarsdale diet in the 70s as well. Anyway, they the, the Adkins diet was just nothing but meat. People ended up having kidney problems. So... Why is that? Because meat is one of the most acidifying things you can eat. Nature relates both to our innate healing capacity as well as to focus on eating a wide variety of fresh, high quality, organic, um, alkaline forming foods, 60 to 80 percent. So plant-based diet, make that the bane of your existence, and then you can have the sometimes foods, a sweet, um, you know, people like potato chips, sometimes, sometimes foods. Those are just not all every day. Um, <clears throat> Low-grade metabolic acidosis is a condition characterized by slightly too acidic blood pH. 
there was a study done um, that this it oh I don't even remember what the study was that like low grade metabolic acidosis um, impacts people's health basically so our blood needs to maintain a consistent pH between 7.35 and 7.45. If you drop below this range, then you're acidic, and above this range means you're too alkaline. Either, <clears throat> either extreme is not wonderful, of course. Uh, most people are acidic. If you have low-grade metabolic acidosis, you can get um, kidney stones, and of course, osteoporosis is one of those <clears throat> because acidosis disrupts the natural bone remodeling cycle. Uh, people get kidney stones, kidney disease, uh, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, loss of muscle mass. You know, if people have osteoporosis, they probably have loss of muscle mass as well. And um, if you want to build stronger bones, one of the keys is to, well, you have to understand the role of muscles, of course. The muscular system handles a wide variety of fundamental tasks, including pumping blood, that's our heart muscle, progressing food through our digestive system. It's involved in all of our physical movements. Our muscles also stimulate the production of new bone material, making them the foundation of bone building. Um, <clears throat> muscle is a soft and elastic tissue made up of thousands of individual fibers. So cardiac muscle, hence the name, as its name suggests, it's a muscle that comprises your heart. It's very strong, it operates involuntarily, meaning you can't consciously control it. Cardiac muscle contracts the heart to pump blood throughout your cardiovascular system. And then we have the smooth muscle, which lines our blood vessel and organs, also operates involuntarily. It doesn't have to be very strong, it just pushes food through the digestive system and maintains blood circulation through the blood vessels. And then skeletal muscle. So when we talk about our muscles, we're usually talking about skeletal muscles. Um, nerves move muscles, muscles move bones. They're all connected. Every skeletal muscle is attached to bone at two or more locations. Um, bone is a living tissue that changes in response to stress. Well, I'm talking about the kind of stress involved in lifting heavy things. Um, so if you lift a heavy bucket every day, you would correctly expect that muscles you lift, use to lift that bucket will grow stronger from the exertion of lifting until it becomes easy to lift. Your muscles have adapted to the task. It's muscle memory. So if you want to build stronger bones, build stronger muscles, uh, strength building exercises, <clears throat> sleep, 
our bodies recover and repair during sleep. Um, <clears throat> so when you do strength building exercises, if you don't have enough magnesium in your body, you create tiny tears in the muscle fibers and the body repairs these tears by adding additional muscle. So when you get a lot of sleep every night, you're giving your body a chance to build as much new muscle and bone as possible. And we need um, healthy carbs, like whole grains and sweet potatoes, so, and vegetables. HSNW has uh, an in one ingredient, which is rosemary. Um, we we use it in the kitchen, fresh rosemary, kind of hard to chew once you hit it, but uh, it smells just really lovely. It was used traditionally by herbalists to alleviate ailments like headache, stomach ache, um, rheumatic pain, dispel fatigue. It has neuroprotective properties. It was used to treat Traditionally, again, spasms, epilepsy, nervousness, depression, and boost a failing memory. <clears throat> um, it has significant antioxidant, antimicrobial, and anti-inflammatory properties. There was a study just done this year that studied the anti-inflammatory effects of rosemary, and it showed diverse anti-inflammatory activity. You don't need to ingest rosemary, they found, to benefit from these anti-inflammatory properties. Um, you can just smell it. And there's rosemary essential oil, and you can, you know, use that too. I like to ingest this, this stuff. Not essential oils, however. I know some people say you can ingest them. Um, I don't. I don't say that. I don't do that. But your body, your choice, you can do whatever you want. It's, uh, in addition to being anti-inflammatory, as you might expect, it's antioxidant. It helps your body fortify cells against oxidative damage. And it has high concentrations of um, carnosine or carnosic acid. And that um, promotes antioxidant activity against prostate cancer. It um, relieves pain. It relieves anxiety. It... Um, enhances your cognition. So yes, a, a woman in her early to mid 40s told me she was having a senior moment. She couldn't remember anything. That's awfully young to have a senior moment. I suggested that she probably has too much stress in her life. And she said, oh, is that what's causing it? Yeah, that'll that'll cause you to use lose your memory. Um, <clears throat> And then I read another article that said one in 10 Americans has dementia. That's an awful lot of Americans. It's like 30 million, right? Don't we have around 300, 300 million people in the United States? 
I'm not sure of the numbers, uh, but let's enhance our memories. And it's also um, known to re significantly reduce anxiety and depression. And if you have dizziness, HSNW, because I think of the rosemary in there, helps with uh, to get rid of dizziness. Someone um, sent me a message, email message, who listened to several podcasts and still doesn't know what I do. <laughs> okay, uh, probably because I don't really say it. Well, I'm a natural healer. I teach people to identify the root cause of their ailments and eliminate them, not just treat the symptoms. I got started because of my own health issues. I first began with supplements like drug alternatives, treating symptoms. Didn't get good results until I changed my way of thinking. Um, you know, if you change how you think about health and disease, it really it, it really makes you think. So when somebody asks how or what do you have instead of taking, somebody just asked me this metformin for diabetes. Well, they're they're most likely thinking that health is the absence of disease, but it's really the reverse. Disease is the absence of health. It's important to understand that because you don't cure darkness, you don't treat darkness. The only thing that cures darkness is to flip the switch, bring in the light. The only way to cure disease is to rebuild health. It's not about the disease. Yeah, people fight me on this all the time. Um, I remember oh, I'm gonna say maybe 20 years ago, working with a medical doctor and his wife, the herbalist, and they were all about the drugs and the disease, and they would ask for um, recommendations for their patients, clients, customers, whatever. And finally, she said to me, why do you always start out with um, you know, a daily vitamin and an antioxidant and uh, like super omega and essential fatty acid and enzymes and probiotics. Well, be <laughs> simply because that's how we can regain our health, put back what we're missing. All disease is the diminishing of this vital energy. When you completely lose this energy, of course, the result is death. That's why energy is a uh, is, is huge, basically. All traditional systems of healing have uh, energy to them. It's you either hear it called chi, the Ayurvedics call it prana, Native Americans call it spirit. Uh, traditional Western medicine has a name for it. They call it vital force. I haven't heard anybody call it that, but. Apparently that's what they call it. Um, it. One of the problems I have with modern medicine is that everything is um, structural. It's like mechanical, like we can separate the parts um, of the body and, you know, kind of put it back together. 
as if spirit chi prana no longer exist uh, that it's not an energetic thing drugs and surgery manipulate the structure but when you think about that there's something wrong with that model fundamentally uh, <clears throat> No matter what age we are, we are still who we are. Why is that? It's because of the spirit, the, your soul. So as a child, you're the same person as you are now, whatever your age is. Your body's different, but you're still you. There's evidence that the body completely remakes itself about every seven years. Like Deepak Chopra said, you don't step into the same stream twice. There, the stream changes. Cells are dying, just like the body changes. So it, things get restructured. Uh, we create new cells, that is if our bodies are operating optimally, about every three or four days. There's really not one speck of matter in the body today that that was there seven years ago. So how can life be materialistic? Of course, it all comes from God. So even our material possessions have a spiritual aspect because they're all created by source. Um, so anyway, back to the body, how can it just be physical and biochemical? Um, how could I remember things that happened more than seven years ago? If there's no material left from who I was seven years ago, you know, how, how can I? So there's something beyond it. We have the, what I call the, well, I, I don't just call it this, but I'm going to call it, many people do. It's called the non-local mind. We have our mind, then we have the non-local mind. Restoring health is treatment by prevention. In other words, building health is the same as if you're trying to grow old without aging or regain your health. It's kind of really all the same. Rebuilding health means doing the things that you should have done to stay healthy in the first place. Naming diseases, I really don't know what the necessity for that is. Never did understand it. I honestly, when I'm, if I do a consultation for someone, I really don't need to know what your medical diagnoses are, plural, because most people don't just have one. A lot of diseases are names of patterns of symptoms, like arthritis, mean um, Latin for itis means heat, swelling, pain, inflammation, arth. It comes from the Latin word for, I think, joint or bone or something. So if you go to the doctor and say, I have uh, pain in my joints, they say you have arthritis. You say the symptoms in English and he, tells, he or she tells them back to you in Latin. Samuel Thompson, one of my favorite herbalists, says the knowledge of the origin of a malady is weightier than knowing the name. So what he means by that, I think, is, you know, what's causing the body to be sick instead of naming the diseases. Samuel Thompson actually said, why do you talk about diseases in Latin anyway except to confuse people? Um, I talked to a, uh, well, a whole bunch of doctors 
I was in a training program with them, not to be a doctor, but they were, we all were in the same thing. And they said, the best thing you can do with one of your uh, patients, clients, this was a long time ago, by the way, 80s, um, is to confuse them. It's like put up a smoke screen. I don't believe that. I haven't believed that ever. I think explaining to people as much as I know is really the way to go. Um, <clears throat> it's very difficult for me to hear a label and tell people what to do. I'm not an allopath. It's totally worthless information to me. It's really like absurd when you think about it. Kind of like throwing a recipe at the, at the name. Uh, cookbook medicine doesn't get you to what's going on. So when people say I have anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, insomnia, pain ringing in the ears, what can I take? I don't know. There are infinite reasons for what's happening to you. I don't know about you. I have no way of knowing what to do. I need a heck of a lot more information to recommend a path. Uh, pe people used to call here I, when I was on the radio, haven't been on the radio since January of 2021. So podcasts are almost two years old. Happy birthday podcast. They would call and say, what would you recommend for this? And I would tell them, you know, come for a consultation. Why can't you just tell me? Well, all right, I can tell you what other people have used. Well, tell me what I need to take. I don't know. And then people would... Um, call me some names but they fortunately they don't call in, anymore disease is a manifestation of your own life energy it's not something you need to expel from your body it tells you what you need to do to work with your body symptoms while annoying are the result of diminished health and vitality not the cause of diminished health and vitality Therefore, treating symptoms is like trying to fix the effect without addressing the cause. I hope that is clear. Uh, when you use some kind of pharmaceutical drug that focuses on a symptom, it's like trying to fix your car by unplugging the sensors. If all you're doing is making it easier to ignore the fact that you have a problem and postpone dealing with it properly, that's not a good way to get better, do you think? None of us would think of doing that with our cars. Why do we do it with our bodies? Because they tell you to do it on TV, I'm guessing. A symptom is a warning signal. It's like your check engine light is on. What are you going to do? Take a hammer to the check engine light on your car so it stops telling you to check the engine? But the body is constantly giving us feedback through uncomfortable sensations. They're messages. It's telling us what the body needs. If a body is short on water, the only way that it can be cured is to drink water. Speaking of which, I come across so many dehydrated people. Um, so waiting to um, until you're thirsty to drink water is like, uh, trying to dig a well after you're thirsty. You know, just drink water generally, normally throughout the day. It's part of the habit of health. 
Symptoms are messages telling us that something we just did caused harm to the body. Um, <clears throat> such as something we've eaten that isn't good for us. You know, um, I like good chocolate. And if I eat something that I think is good chocolate, this is my sometimes food, one of them. I have more, I have other ones. Um, and I get a headache immediately, I say, well, that was not a good quality of chocolate because it does not, it's not supposed to give you a headache. Pain, of course, is the most obvious. Digestive upset, brain fog, feeling irritable. We're trained to think that this just happened. We're unlucky. It's like the victim mentality. Um, headaches can be caused by a lack of water. So can tiredness. The body is constantly trying to tell us, so let's pay attention. Let's have uh, self-care. If you have an acute illness, it's the body telling us it needs something. Chronic illness, the symptoms are coping mechanisms. The body has lost the vital energy to throw off symptoms because of a lack of nutrients needed to sustain health or the presence of irritants and toxins that are damaging to the body and or, and that's one, two, and three, they're all and ors, ongoing mental or emotional stress that's not being dealt with in a constructive manner. So let's take care of ourselves. Symptoms, symptoms aren't the enemy, it's not the problem. Um, so let's think of changing our minds uh, to work on getting ourselves health. The job of a natural healer isn't to treat diseases, it's to figure out what is lacking that is necessary to sustain health and what is present that is interfering with health, that's it. That's about as simple as I can make it. Symptoms can be great clues. It's the process of discovery. Symptomatic relief isn't really healing. That's why I never um, got into CBD. It's just like a glorified pain pill. They don't, I don't really think it heals anything. So let's make the paradigm shift to get good results. Um, I would rather spend money on health than disease care. It's not about fighting disease, it's about building health. Um, <clears throat> do you know that by current estimates, the universe contains over 100 billion galaxies each one containing an estimated 200 billion suns. That means there are countless trillions of planets. And when people say we're the only people in the universe, I just kind of laugh to myself, that is. Don't want to hurt their feelings, um, but that's preposterous. So on these trillions of planets, they could have people, but we know that each one is filled with the all-pervasive per presence of that which created them. When you consider that we're all made of this same presence, then it's easy to believe that our bodies can heal themselves. We don't have to fall prey to the diseases 
quote unquote diseases of aging do we ever? And I kind of ran out of time to talk about the thyroid. Um, I just want to say one thing. If we put in the good stuff and take out the bad stuff, we can heal anything in our bodies. There is, there's no limit to what the body can heal. In the 80s, early 80s, I think it was 1981 or two, two I think, um, I was told that my thyroid was not one notch above a dead person's. Like you, your thyroid ain't functioning. So, you know, it was maybe my lifestyle then. That was those were the days of uh, one diet after another. Now I say it's better to gain health than to lose weight. So dieting is a like a hundred trillion dollar industry. I think that much money is spent every single day. So let's forget about diets. Let's focus on gaining health. Um, and one product, the one that I take every single day is called Target TS2. It is specially designed to help stimulate thyroid function, balance thyroid function. It has herbs rich in iodine, which is a nutrient vital to the thyroid gland. There are also amino acid chelates, which stimulate the production of hormones from the hypothalamus and the pituitary to balance thyroid function. Um, so um, the amino acid chelates provide the primary benefit of this formula. It's like 80% um, minerals and amino acids and then 20% herbs. And then the 20% herbs are kelp, Irish moss, hops, parsley, and capsicum. Love this formula. And I am reminded of one of our former clients, haven't seen him in a really long time, I'm going to say since about 2015, a doctor, and he said, if you're trying to accomplish something, take a lot. So, um, truer words were never spoken. If you're trying to accomplish something, take a lot. Target TS2 says to take two with breakfast and one with lunch you can take more of that i would take them early in the day but yes you can definitely take more than that thank you very much for listening i will be back with you next saturday bye